The winds of change are blowing at Book Expo America. The show has arrived in Chicago for the first time since 2004. Welcome to Copyright Clearance and his podcast series. I'm Christopher Keneally for Beyond the Book. Hardly anyone considers the Javits Center in Manhattan comfortable, though the book business had gotten comfortable with the Javits as home to BEA for the last seven years. Jim Milliot, editorial director for Publishers Weekly, joins me in the PW Media Center at McCormick Place with more on what the the move to Chicago means for publishers and booksellers. And Jim, welcome to Beyond the Book. Chris, great to be here. Well, we're looking forward to chatting with you about this because this is the first time to be in Chicago for quite a long time for the book business. It's a fresh start. I think that's one way that the people who run BEA are looking at it. What's your take so far? Yeah, I know there was a lot of uh, concern in New York about moving out of the of the Javits because it had been there so long and the big publishers had gotten accustomed to you doing it. But there were some pressures from other people, specifically um, booksellers, who were afraid they were getting a little too northeastern-centric, and that will be good to get the show out in, into the heartland. So here we are, uh, back in Chicago. And the results so far. So some of the attendees, there's a different mix than there has been in, in the last few years. Right, definitely a different mix. On the downside, Houghton Mifflin and Rodale, two of the larger New York-based trade publishers, decided not to come. On the positive side, they're talking about they have maybe a 1,000 more or so attendees coming from Illinois and other Midwestern states. And uh, the ABA has mentioned that about 55 to 65% of the book buyers who are here this year have hadn't been in BEA in New York in over two years. So I, I guess that means something. Are the booksellers out in anywhere beyond New York City looking for different titles? Is there any really different attitude they bring to things? Do we have any idea about that? It's not so much different attitude or looking for different things. They may be looking for some different regional titles, but it's just a fresh face is the way um, the executives over at Reader positioning. It's that, you know, they're hearing complaints about it's the same people we see all the time, the same people who are in our backyard. You know, and we talked about, all right, there's people, more people here from the Midwest, but there are also more people here from the West Coast as well. So it, it is a, a chance to you know, reconnect with some people face-to-face who you hadn't even seen in a few years. And, and certainly uh, the Reed Exhibition people have been doing a lot to rethink and remake Book Expo. Another part of it is BookCon, which comes to uh, the show at the end of the week uh, for the weekend. And that's where the readers come in. Right. Uh, BookCon is now in its third year, the first year out of New York, and it's been designed to, as you say, bring in readers to meet publishers, and more important, to meet authors. Now, when they started this uh, two years ago in, in New York, they had no idea who was going to come up. And they at first thought it would be older women who read a lot of romances. What they found was that it was a lot of uh, teens and tweens who really wanted to meet YouTube celebrities and YA authors. So that's what we're going to have here t- uh, on Saturday. And for the remainder of the show, some other approaches to sort of thinking new. Certainly one uh, point that has been brought up in the past and in a negative light is the lack of diversity. And the read people have done what they can to bring more diverse uh, authors and a more diverse selection of programming to this uh, book expo. Right. And it's 
ironic and with a nice ending. One, the diversity was always, you know, festering about, but it came to the fore a couple of years ago during the first book con when they had all these panelists and all they had were white, white men on it. So to their credit, they quickly remixed the, the panels, added some uh, people of color on there. And at this show, there's, um, so a couple of diversity panels definitely addressing what's going on in the industry. And there are, you know, the, the, the authors who are here that do come from a variety of backgrounds. And the international aspect of this, the Global Market Forum, which is the traditional place for honoring countries and, and authors from beyond the U.S. borders, is taking a look at the publishing world in Poland. And I participated uh, in a program earlier today uh, with a game developer from Poland who was adopting a, a series of uh, uh, fantasy novels into a game, as well as with an educational publisher that created an online educational program for learning English. And so the so the polls are here to sort of show us what they know and share share their experiences. And 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 nothing to sneeze at. That particular game, The Witcher, has sold six million copies in six weeks. So they've got a lot to to share with us. Is there much of an international aspect to the program, as far as you can tell? There is, but they had another strike against them that. This BEA uh, happens to be earlier than usual, and the London Book Fair was only about a month ago. Um, so there was some sense that international visitors may be down just simply because the timing really wasn't working out. The BEA execs have said they have, oh, I think, over 260 new international visitors here. I'm not sure how that exactly compares to last year. But one thing we also do have to note, uh, Poland has a really tough act to follow because last year, China was here, and they took 25,000 square feet of exhibit space, which was the biggest exhibit in the history of BEA. Right. Well, the Chinese certainly make a splash wherever they go, and they did last year at BEA. So that's 2016 in a nutshell, the program going on beneath us here at the McCormick Place. We'll be back, though, at the Javits next year. What do you know about uh, what we can look forward to there? Well, it's going to be back, and it's going to be at the more traditional time, which is important to the publishers, the the weekend after Memorial Day. And what we're looking at, although it hasn't been 100% confirmed, is two days of uh, BEA and two days of BookCon, because the Reed folks are very certain that the consumer aspect is is going to be growing and that publishers can take advantage of meeting with, with their readers over a period. So last year, New York BookCon was two days. They could only do it one day here because they didn't have the history. I mean, they were able to build on the book on the first year very quickly and ramp it up to two days, uh, right, you know, within a year. So next year, they're going back to two days. Um, they don't have the, enough time to get uh, the trade show, the BEA trade show on, on a Wednesday. So that'll be Thursday, Friday. Book on will be Saturday, Sunday. Well, Jim Milliot, you've got a lot of work to do here at Book Expo. Thanks for taking the time to join us on Beyond the Book. Thank you, Chris. Beyond the Book is produced by Copyright Clearance Center, a global rights licensing technology and content workflow organization. At CCC, we serve more than 35,000 customers and 15,000 copyright holders worldwide, managing over 950 million rights from the world's most sought-after journals, books, blogs, movies, and more. You can follow Beyond the Book on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and subscribe to the free podcast series on iTunes or at our website, beyondthebook.com. Our engineer and co-producer is Jeremy Brisky of Burst Marketing. I'm Christopher Keneally. Join us again soon on Beyond the Book. 